today we feature the LaSalle Bank Chicago Marathon that cut short for the first time in its history because of the hundreds of runners that suffered heat-related illnesses while pushing themselves beyond their limits across oven-hot streets. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. It was a full 26.2 mile or 42.2 kilometer marathon, and it was on a day so oppressively and inescapably scorching that the event had to be halted. That never happened, but it did this day in weather history. I love to run. I'm not a marathon runner by any stretch, I assure you. I'm more of a running from father time kind of athlete. You know, the type, you know, they they get older and have to work harder and harder to stave off the inevitable. Yeah, I think we know where we're coming from with that one. So running for most of us is not a marathon and not in anything but the best conditions so as to not overheat or pass out. On this podcast, I have had episodes featuring unusual snow events at this time of year. You remember the September 28th edition happened in 2019, that heavy snow in Alberta. And hey, mark this one down. Coming up October 13th is the burying of Fort Erie and Buffalo, New York back in 2006. It was October 7th, 2007. So we are already a couple of weeks into the fall season. 35,000 runners had come from around the world. That's not even including the Americans that were there as well, so there's closer to 45,000 runners. They were competing in one of the preeminent marathon events. And I know many marathon runners myself, they are tough, very resilient people. They run in whatever weather conditions, even the most challenging, and yes, that includes hot, muggy days. But this day was just too much. The official suspension of all runners happened about three and a half hours after the start gun. It was 87 degrees Fahrenheit or 30 degrees Celsius. Of course, then there was the issue where they literally ran out of available medical attendants and ambulances. So there was a call out to the suburbs for additional ambulances and crew to help with what was becoming a spiraling emergency. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Here are some numbers. 45,000 registered runners. 25,000 finished the course. 315 runners were taken directly from the course by ambulance with heat-related conditions. Five stayed overnight that Sunday night in hospital in serious or critical condition. One man died. City and suburban ambulances took 146 people to hospital Several others were taken to hospitals or medical aid stations along the route by private ambulances. It was a horror show. Runners were describing chaotic scenes of racers throwing up, passing out, or being carted away on stretchers in obvious distress. There was, of course, the obvious immediate fallout from runners who complained of not enough water and poor execution, but executive race director Kerry Pinkowski said that despite the heat, officials had never considered calling it off altogether 
because in his group's consideration, the number of people running was manageable and could be effectively cared for. Pinkowski went on to say that they did have a weather briefing stating that the day had every potential of reaching an October 7th record of 88 degrees or 31 Celsius. It was with this in mind that when the temps did push that threshold, race officials enacted a contingency plan about 11.30 that morning to end the race early. The runners who had not yet reached the halfway point were diverted back to the start. Those who had passed that marker were instructed by emergency crews on site, there was a lot of police and fire, to slow their pace and walk to the finish. Of course, there was going to be the few stubborn competitors that just had to keep pushing it along, but a lot of others just cashed it in and went home. Others caught rides, but the majority took the advice and direction and walked to the end safely. And what of that one person who died? His name was George Champas. He was the race's medical director. He fell under the weight of the conditions and was unresponsive. And that is what happened at the 30th Annual Chicago Marathon on October 7th, 2007, this day in weather history. All right, how about we leave it here today? Just to let you know, tomorrow is October 8th, and on this day, we experienced Hurricane Michael, the first Category 5 hurricane to strike the contiguous United States since Andrew in 1992. It was on this day in weather history. I'll be there with you, your host, Chris May.